Hey everybody, welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Uh, Going to break down a little bit of the game last week and then obviously look ahead again to Westmore for homecoming on, on Friday. So coach, let's let's kind of start with the not as great stuff and then we'll move to that comeback a little bit. Uh, what kind of went down over the course of those first three quarters against Norman North that, that allowed them to kind of build that lead? Uh, we gave them life. Uh, we kind of slept walked through the first three quarters. Um, you know, you, you can think that we did some good things on offense, but ultimately we had seven points at the first half. Um, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot on offense, whether it be penalty, uh, not converting a fourth down, not converting a uh, third down or turning the ball over on a third down. Uh, just add them up and, uh, you know, a lot of lack of success. Uh, defensively, we, we were not the aggressors. We, we just waited and reacted. And when you do that on defense, you're not going to find success. So it was it was about as ugly as it could get for three quarters. Yeah, especially with some of that uh, option read stuff. If you're reacting to that and allowing them to be the aggressor, that yeah. becomes a real challenge. Yeah, it, that that's what's irritating is uh, they didn't do anything that we hadn't worked. Um, so there weren't any surprises. You know, you'll get those occasional games where somebody comes out and throws the kitchen sink at you and, uh, you know, every gadget in the book. And that just wasn't the case. Uh, we weren't ready to play and, and got exposed. So what what – change what flipped the script because it was you guys were kind of working your way back through that third quarter and then obviously that fourth quarter you guys pretty well dominated yeah I think we just started playing football but uh, uh, you can't wait till the fourth quarter to do that and expect to uh, go win games uh, let alone make a run let alone go win a state championship so we've got to grow up in a hurry and uh, I think we're going to do that but uh, we'll talk about that more later <laughs> you uh, you mentioned some some offensive issues in the first half in terms of hitches that, that kind of stalled some drives and things like that uh, obviously really turned it on in the, in the second half. Uh, what went well, what allowed you guys to be successful on the offensive end? You know, we just did us. Uh, I know it's cliche coach speak that I say every week, but, uh, if, if we're too worried about the opponent, what the opponent's doing, uh, that's where we have issues. Um, where we find success is when we're doing our stuff, uh, and executing our jobs. Um, we, we were doing that for the most part on offense. Um, and then you'd get into a, you know, get a get a, a touchdown taken back for a holding call or a, a fumbling a ball on a third down. Just critical mistakes. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, again, you know, credit to Norman North for coming out and, and being ready to play, and we weren't. Um, you had several big long runs in that game, including Cooper Bates. Uh, right. did, y'all, did y'all know he was that fast? Yeah, I mean, that's why he does the things that we do with him, and especially at the quarterback position, he's always a threat to run. Um, a lot of times just the threat to run or the threat to pull it um, uh, gives you a more honest box. Um, so, yeah, we're fully aware of what, what Coop can bring, and that's why he's playing as much as he is. What are, I guess not what, how important was scoring quickly on a couple of those possessions in the third quarter? Because Norman North was still scoring. So is that kind of what allowed you guys to, to stay close enough to, to eventually be able to come back and tie it? Oh, I mean, when are you not trying to score? I mean, to say score quickly. I mean, we've always got those shots in our back pocket that we're going to take, but those those long runs that pop, um, you know, you hope they all pop. So it's not like you're scripting this one's going to go 80. Um, you know, we call that draw uh, for Coop, and it goes 80. Um, you know, we thought it would be successful to think that it's going to go 80 is a little, uh, you know, exaggerated. <laughs> um, but – yeah, I mean, you're always trying to score. We're always trying to score fast. Um, you know, unless it's the end of the game, you're trying to run the clock out. Um, you know, we're, that's always the agenda is to put the ball in the end zone. 
Uh, Joshua Wilhite has a TD catch on the year. He's he's going to uh, catch up with us here in a little bit. Uh, he's also caught 16 passes now, which I think yeah. is second most on the team at this point. What does he add to the passing game from that tight end spot? You know, he's sneaky. Um, he's probably our best overall player on the team, to be honest with you. Um, he's he's undervalued. Uh, you know, he plays a position that's kind of uh, disguised, hidden, you know, at the tight end spot because he's blocking so much. Uh, uh, what he does in the passing game, obviously when he gets the ball, he catches everything you throw to him. Uh, he, he's undervalued in his route running. Um, but, but what he, uh, does playmaking wise in critical moments, you know, he always gets you that extra two to three yards. Um, you know, once he's had contact, uh, he's unbelievably physical. Um, I just can't say enough about that dude, his leadership and and the toughness. And, you know, if there's uh, you know, we talk, we talk to the guys all the time about emptying the tank and, and pouring everything out. That guy is dead. At the end of every game. <laughs> I mean, he maxes out every time he goes on the field. Uh, Nate Jones is another guy who's going to yeah. join us here shortly. Uh, we talked quite a bit about his his pass protection and what he brings to the table there. When he is running the football his best, what what are those characteristics? What is he doing well? Well, you saw one. He uh, broke out on a long run, and uh, nobody touched him. He was able to really turn on the, the Jets. Um, you know, I think people forget that he was, was second or third in the 100 uh, in state track last year. Uh, people forget how fast he is because he is so physical. Um, he's compact. He he's hard to take down. Um, he he's muscled up. He's got good weight on him. Um, but when he gets in that open field and explodes, you can really see his speed. How do you want to see him, or how do you help him balance uh, being physical? Because he does mm-hmm. like to be physical with putting a move on a guy and then trying to use the speed to get around somebody. Yeah. You don't have to coach him a whole lot on those things. Uh, it's very instinctive, uh, for him. Um, you know, he, he's, he's got the right mindset of not dancing in the wrong times. You know, we, if we coach those running backs on anything, it's you don't dance in the backfield, you don't dance in the hole. Um, the old line's goal is to get a running back to the safety. You know, we'll, we'll take care of the box and we'll get you to a safety. So what he does on a safety or what he does in the open field, once he's gotten through the box, uh, that that's where he's special, but he he's instinctive and in, in hitting it hard and fast. Um, and then what he does in the open field is, is special. What does the offense need to improve on this week? Consistency, uh, not shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of good things on offense and it's not an offense versus defense versus special teams kind of discussion. Um, but the offense is, is really close to clicking on all cylinders. It's a matter of not being self-destructive. That's Broken Arrow Tiger football head coach Josh Blankenship. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by RibCrib. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU because life is better in balance. Welcome back. It's Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand again joined by Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Flipping over to the defensive side, obviously there were some struggles there last week. When you guys went down and, and went back and broke things down on film, what did you see? Uh, we're pretty disappointed. Um, you know, we didn't play hard, we didn't play. Uh, with fanatical effort, and that's the baseline starting point. You know, if we're not going to play hard, we're not going to be the aggressor. You know, no scheme matters at that point. Uh, our scheme was great. Our plan was great. Coach Mon and his staff had a really good plan uh, in place. Uh, we had a great week of practice, so the way we came out and as flat as we were, 
uh, obviously disappointing, but it was surprising. Um, you know, I probably didn't, uh, I probably didn't appreciate enough what Elisha Wilson and Dietrich Moore brought to that group as far as presence, um, intensity, physicality, aggression, aggression. Um, so, uh, we're certainly glad to have those guys back going into this game. Yeah, and, and how important is it for them to set a, a tone physically early in the game? Huge. I mean, you, you'd like to see that from anybody, but but to have somebody specifically on the defensive side who can kind of you know be an enforcer early, get a big hit, get some energy going. That's huge. I mean, it's uh that that's the game of football. I mean, it's an aggressive, uh, violent. People don't like to talk about it, but it's a violent sport. And uh, um, if you don't set the tone and you don't establish the way the game's going to go, um, you're going to be the one uh, receiving on the receiving end of that. So we, we, it's critical. You've got to set the tone. You've got to have those guys that are going to say, this is the way we're playing. And, uh, and you got to have that leadership. And so, um, you know, it's not an excuse not to have those, those two guys last week, but I am excited to have those guys back. <laughs> uh, the, the quarterback six killer was able to break some big runs. Yep. You, you said it wasn't something that necessarily was different scheme wise than what right. they were doing. So what, what kind of led to that? Uh, just not being where we're supposed to be or playing the way we're supposed to play. Um, you know, just waiting to see what they're going to do as opposed to, um, initiating the, the physicality and, and, uh, playing on the other, uh, other side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, that guy's very talented. Uh, we knew that and we knew their running back was talented. We knew they were huge up front on the O line. Um, but that's not the first time we've seen a really good offense. It was the first time that we didn't, uh, we, that we were not the aggressors. Uh, fourth quarter, obviously you were able to get some stops. You yep. forced a fumble. The only two three and outs of the game were on their last two drives of the game. So what? What did they get more physical? What What changed in that fourth quarter? Yeah, I don't know if it was the uh, the fact that we were pulling in close and and guys started kind of sensing a little bit of a uh, uh, some magic or a, a spark. Um, that stuff is contagious. Uh, so maybe the little bit of momentum that we had or felt uh, maybe sparked a little bit more effort. Um, but we're certainly capable of it, and that's. Um, that, that's why I'm not, uh, discouraged. Uh, there's a difference between being disappointed and discouraged. Um, I still love our group and I'm fully aware of what we're capable of. And, um, they've had another great week, uh, this week. So expectations remain high. That kind of answers my next question because you know that was quite an emotional roller coaster. Obviously, yeah. it was not fun for three quarters. You have this you know great moment where you come back and get it to overtime and then fall in overtime. Have they reacted well from the the emotional and mental standpoint of that? They have. I mean, I've said this you know even before we played one game. This might be my favorite group I've ever coached. I mean, they're unbelievably coachable. Uh, they work their tails off every time we go out there. Um, you know, for whatever reason, and we've evaluated it as coaches and, and uh, addressed it as a coaching staff, but for whatever reason, our guys were not ready to play on, on game night last week, and we're not going to let that happen again. That's Broken Arrow Tiger football head coach Josh Blankenship. will be joined by a couple of players when we return in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. 
ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. Adam Hildebrand, Josh Blankenship back with you. We've got a couple new guests with us now. we got Nate Jones and Josh Wilhite who are here uh, helping us out and going to answer a few questions for us here in, in our in our player segment. So, Nate, let's let's start with you. How, how did you get into football? Uh, what, what, at what point did you kind of fall in love with the game? I think it was about, like, fifth grade. Um, I watched Marshawn Lynch run the ball, and then I decided that I wanted to run uh, that seems fair enough. Well, that answers that that answers another question I had for you, which was who was your favorite running back growing up? Why why did you like watching Marshawn Lynch? Just never went down. He was always running. Uh, I, I mean that I don't remember who that iconic play was against, but when he ran through like eight guys and then dove backwards into the end zone, uh, d- did you learn from his style? Like, have have you tried to emulate that to a certain extent? Yeah, a little bit. I tried just running people over, but at times it doesn't work. Uh, Marshawn was big into the Skittles. You got anything like that? Uh, when I first started, yeah. And then by halftime, I was all, like, tired and because the sugar got me. <laughs> it didn't work out as well as you thought. Uh, have you driven any uh, carts around the field or anything like that? Are you familiar with that video from when he was in college? Yeah. Yeah? No, no joy rides for you? Saving, saving, saving that for college. Really. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's probably a smart idea. What, what about uh, away from football? What do you do off the field? Really just work. I started drawing a little bit more now. Oh yeah, like like uh, on on paper or on iPads or what do you, what do you work with? On paper. Okay, I, I know uh, I've seen a lot of people get into drawing on the iPads and they're taking everywhere with them, but that's cool. Do you like to draw anything in particular? No, I just draw everything. All right, sweet. All right, so that's that's Nate Jones, art artiste in the making over here. Let's go to Josh. Uh, Josh, let, uh, let's start. Uh, same first question to you. How did you kind of fall in love with football, and and when did you start to to kind of get into the game? Uh, I started about fourth grade. I really wanted to get into it because my dad played, and so I just kind of took it off from there. Did your dad play here at Broken Arrow? Yes, he did. Okay, very nice. Uh, how did you end up becoming a, a tight end? Uh, that kind of stuck me at his sophomore year, and I just rolled with it because I turned out to be pretty good at it. <laughs> what What did you play before that, like when you were uh, growing up and stuff? Like fullback and linebacker mainly. Seems like that would translate to being a tight end pretty yeah. well. Good, yeah. good transition there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, uh, who is your favorite professional team and why? Uh, the Chiefs. I've always liked them. They've right. been my favorite growing up. Yeah, I mean, growing up in Oklahoma, we obviously we don't have an NFL team here in the States. So I feel like it's pretty much Cowboys or Chiefs. I've, my dad was from Kansas City, so I'm a Chiefs guy yeah. too. So uh, were, you, were you a fan in some of those leaner years also, or was it like once Patrick Mahomes showed up, you kind of started following along more closely? We've always been fans of them. Good good deal. Not, not fair weather fans. I like that. Uh, what about you? What do you do away from football? Uh I'm mainly outside a lot, like hunting. I fishing. never would have guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to hunt? Uh, ducks. Ducks? Yeah. I'm my man. I'd much rather sit in a duck blind and laugh it up with some people than have to sit silent in the deer blind. I'm I'm I'm, I'm more that that route. Uh, what about fishing wise? Uh, I like to fish a little bit, mainly ponds. Okay. If Very I get nice. a chance on the lake, I'll go. Okay. Good deal. Well. You know, you can find him in the blind and and him drawing on any given weekend. But, uh, guys, good to get to know you a little bit better. Thanks for the time. Men of many words. We'll be back with more in just a moment. (laughs) This is Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Ribcrib. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs. 
to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Welcome back one final time to this edition of Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Riv Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Coach, we had a Thursday game last week. We go back to Friday this week for homecoming. So you get an extra day. How did you guys utilize that day over the course of this last week? Uh, the players got to get a uh, more of a traditional day after the game, kind of flush out the lactic acid, get a good stretch, a good stride out. Uh, got a, got back on schedule. You know, we'd been a bye week Thursday, Thursday game kind of routine. So back on routine, uh, back on our regular lifting schedule. Uh, coaching staff-wise, we were able to get most of our work done on Friday um, where you're kind of rushing on Saturday to get the plan ready for Sunday. Um, so having that extra day is certainly helpful. And you got Westmore uh, coming here for homecoming. What have you seen from them in, in your prep this week? Uh, much, much improved team. I mean, they almost got us last year when we were at their place, if not for, uh, RJ getting a pick in the end zone to, to seal the win. Um, they, they had us, um, they are much improved. Uh, Lorenzo Williams, their head coach doing a great job with those guys. Uh, they're, uh, they're not very sneaky. They, you know, you know exactly what they're going to do on offense and defense, and they're just determined to get better and better and better at it every week. Um, they've, they've gotten much better physically. Um, they've got some talented skill kids, but up front on both sides of the ball, they're very big, very physical. Um, so we've definitely got another challenge, which that's six, a football for you every week. You know, you mentioned, uh, trying to get back to normal rhythm. You got homecoming this week, which does throw some additional things at you. How have the guys dealt with that this week? Uh, they're handling it right. Um, you know, we, this is not a negative statement, but we, we talk about it within our group, uh, within our team that homecomings for you know, for you when you're an alum, you know, right now we've got another game to go in, another district game to go in. Um, you know, when you're an alum, you come back to homecoming, you participate in everything, have a great time. And that's not to say that we don't uh, take notice and enjoy um, what it is and, and how special homecoming is, but we're dialed in. You know, we've got a game to play and it's an important one. And, and so we're going to go get it. That's Tiger Football Head Coach Josh Blankenship. Uh, 7 o'clock on Friday night for the homecoming matchup. We'll have it for you on AeroVision. Spav and Mattis and I will be on the call. Uh, Coach, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you next week. That's this edition of Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib.